Busy day for the panel beside us here. They've done the form and it's time to rip into this t- terrific Hunter meeting. Ray, welcome back. Yep, looking forward Bring to this on. and uh, hopefully we can find a winner or two, Rich. Brad Gray looks all fired up for the day. Yes. <laughs> Hello, mate. Hello, guys. Been here since Thursday. Been ridden with cover today, uh, but tonight <laughs> I don't the intention it. is to lead. So oh, okay. We'll see how we go a little bit later, but yeah, no, it's good to be here and... Intriguing days racing as far as the punting angle goes. I've mm. had a couple of key scratchings this morning, uh, more so regarding speed in certain races, Ray. So e- we'll, we'll touch coming out. That's and, right. We'll yeah. touch on that uh, throughout the day. But yeah, this hunter. I know it's been spoken about a lot over the past couple of days, but there's just so much depth mm. to it. Well, if you've been hanging around with the bloke beside you the last couple of days, you'd have been three wide and no cover most <laughs> of the time. But Glenn Munsey. Hello, Munns. Morning, Richard. Morning, Ray. Morning, Brad. Well, it's his first tour, so I told him, I, I, I took him under my wing. Mm. And oh, Very nice That's not, not a good thing, no. is it? No, and I said, I said you <laughs> won't have to worry mental. about a thing here, Brad. I said, you know, I said, Thursday we do the show. Dinner's arranged Thursday night. We'll go to the hotel first, just have a, you know, a cleanser before we go to dinner. Friday lunch is arranged. you just got to get here Saturday morning, do your best and everything like that. But I must admit, uh, after lunch yesterday, it was like the parting of the seas. There was half of the party stayed on the left-hand side of Hunter Street, heading towards the uh, uh, an establishment, and then um, a couple went down the grandstand rail and ducked off to the <laughs> back true. to the room. It was very disappointing. Very disappointing. Well, two words, hard. Well, to I'm, I'm saying Munns was on the left. <laughs> he wasn't part of those ducking no, off the no. grandstand. That is for sure. It's very, it's very hard to keep up with a great man. I will say yeah. that. I was convinced he was tipping his beers into the pot plant there at one stage. But. Smart move doing the National Willow and going wide, mate. Well yeah. done. Um, I was like, what was his name? That Is it Miguel Barcelona in that race the other night? I, I was leading them everywhere. Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, let's dive in. Let's get stuck in. Great, great meeting. Um, our first, uh, the first of 10 races, we get going at 20 minutes past 12. That'll be here before we know it. Horses on their way to the track and... Um, I suppose, Munns, we need a market for race number one, and we start with the NZB Air Freight Max Lee's Classic. Two-year-olds, set weights, 900 metres. What is going to happen here, and what's the market telling us? Well, I can tell you a significant change to the market in the last 15 minutes, Richard. For a race that basically sat there unchanged from Wednesday, uh, we start with Cylinder here, who's now a $3.70 chance, according to my app. And uh, it was $4.20 earlier today. Uh, my, my Larry is just taking a while to, um, to uh, firm up here, but uh, we're looking at $4.20 there, and I'm looking at $3.70 on the app. Uh, so uh, I'll go with uh, what it says there. We've got uh, Denman Star at $12, Fergana at $9, then north of Eli at $41, Speedster is a 100 to 1 chance, Wild Bow at five fifty. Bangetta is a $6 chance, Fire Lane at 13 Greatest of Ease at $16, Line of Law at five fifty. Naked Eye at $51, and Tracy's Spirit is a $23 chance. Well, once Larry comes to life here, I'll be able to tell you, uh, well, A, whether that's, it is three seventy or it is still four twenty, and what had happened, because prior to that, there, there wasn't a great deal of activity on the race. So I think people think it's just a bit too hard at the moment, Brad. Mm. It, it might, it, Rightly so. It, it, might not, it not, might not be just Larry. It might be... If you'll... Uh, I think Telstra's not playing ball at the moment. Oh, okay. Oh, so it's, it's not Larry's okay. fault. I don't think... You can't blame Larry entirely okay. for it. Yeah. Anyway. We haven't been hacked, have we? We don't have to hand over <laughs> a huge amount of money. Not yet. Yeah. Uh, 
speed map, Brad. Mm. Don't, just don't, just don't miss it. Yeah. Don't, don't yes. miss the start. <laughs> I, yeah, that's right. Well, I do think north of Eli is your leader. I know we're judging them off limited information. A lot of them only had the one trial here, Ray, but mm. it began like it was shot out of a cannon in its one trial. You go well, after 50 metres, it's a length in front. So I think it probably crosses, drags Wild Bow across with it. Uh, the likes of Naked Eye and Bangetta have decisions to make in that first couple hundred metres, whether they want to press forward, Line of Lord, Denman Star, punch up in behind for Ghana, uses Barrier 1. And Cylinder, I imagine, takes hold, uh, and the mm. race favourite is probably last in the run. Yeah, just 900 metres, but it's going to be an intriguing contest, isn't it, Brad? Um, look, I, I thought Fagana held his own against Cylinder in that recent Wyong trial. Cylinder won the trial, but he had the inside running that day. Fagana sat outside him, wasn't tested, went to the line hard held, beaten about a half length. The barrage draw was the key for mine. He's drawn the inside gate, as Brad mentioned. I think he can take advantage of that and either hold the rail or even just take that little sit. It's only 900 metres. He's a beautiful exceeding Excel colt. Uh, out of Elise's, it's a great family of a, a Stern and Elise, etc. And I think he's got a lot of potential. Three Fagana on top, the $9 is attractive. Seven Bangetta showed good natural speed in her recent trial. Chris Lee's trained. He'd love to win this race, Brad. No knock on the one cylinder. It's just the barrier. Um, but he was very professional in his Wyong win. And I didn't mind the trial of Denman Star at Warwick Farm. He ran a nice second behind Great, great Think and was never pressured. And he's out to $12. But anything goes here in the first, Brad. I've got three, seven, one, and 2. Yeah, I'm going with Godolphin as well. But I've got number 1 on top cylinder. We'll just leave it in the hands of James McDonald as far as overcoming that wide draw. Probably parks out the back. But if the speed's genuine enough... Maybe he gets his chance regardless. So I'm certainly encouraged by that move, that confident move, suggesting that he's here to something. He's here to do something on debut. Now you look at his setup: two trials. That's a tick. James McDonald rides. James Cummings trains, and you're out of exceed and excel, or by, by exceed and excel. So I think that's a fair start in life as far as being a two-year-old for Ghana. No knock there. I think the level at is that barrier draw. Uh, he's going to punch up just in behind the speed here and get every possible chance. There probably wasn't a lot between them. Uh, the Godolphin pair in the most recent hit out there. Seven, Bangetta in the mix. I did note that as soon as the markets went up on Monday, uh, she was the first horse backed all in, and she didn't too, do too much wrong in her one barrier trial. And line of law, uh, certainly in the mix there for Bjorn Baker with... Uh, Rachel King doing the steering. I didn't think there was a lot between uh, the two stablemates there, so I would have liked to have found a spot for Wild Bow as well, uh, but you can't tip them all. One, three, seven, and ten. Sounds like a blower there, mate, <laughs> somewhere. Yeah, well, it wouldn't be an outside broadcast without a blower <laughs> turning up at some point. I can't believe he's waited till 8.15 to um, come around. <laughs> anyway, good. Uh, just trying to make the grounds look as, as good as possible. Darren's with number three here for Garner as well to beat six Wild Bow, two Denman Star, and seven Bangetta. Three, six, two, seven for Darren Flindell. He'll be with us for Behind the Gates. So will Chantel Buckley and Hurls and myself after 10 o'clock. Race two, Muns, is our highway this afternoon. Uh, five minutes to one, the Tab Highway, a Class 3 this week over the mile. Yeah, we start with Vicky's one here is $126 chance. Jalmari is at $8. Fine weather with the pads on the front at $61. Knife's Edge at 31 The Dramatist, $3.30, and that price makes it favourite. Sassy Choice at $9. Uh, we go to to Smooth Esprit, waiting for a rider there. Karen McAvoy not riding. It's a $7.50 pop. Mr. Severino is out. Let Me Rain at $8.50. Radio Heads at $12. We've got Sabi Park with the winkers on at $14. Your Temptation. Uh, Dylan Gibbons at riding 53 kilos today, so he'll only claim one on Your Temptation. It's a $34 chance. Reboville 
at $26. Ombre Grand, Chad Schofield, a half over at this stage, $34. Star of Shalar with the blinkers off at $71. Unzaga with the blinkers on at $14. Barry's Lane, Tyler Shilly, a rider there at $31 and scratch the bottom two. Uh, the deduction there for Mr. Severino is three cents a win and five cents the place. Well, the best supported runner is not there. Manda Boss, uh, so we go back to uh, there's money for Smooth Esprit, there's money for uh, Dramatist, who was uh, 440 earlier and now a $3.30 chance. So there's another uh, horse that's got carved up in the last 20 minutes or so. Uh, they'd be the top two at the moment. Your map here, Brad, how do they settle down? I've got Sassy Choice loading the field up. Uh, Hombre Grand can come across from the wide gate. Let Me Rain, the lightly raced filly. Uh, probably got no alternative than to spear forward from that wide draw. Barry's Lane is potentially positive. Racing and sports have also got Ruberville and Star of Shalar punching up to hold handy positions. So 1,600 metres, big enough field. They should gen- generate enough tempo for every run to get their chance. Which will suit the Dramatus, um, I'm sure, Brad. He was good first up in that highway at Rose Hill, running second to Poker Jack. That was over 1,200, so he's getting to 1,600 metres quickly, but his racing pattern has always suggested he'd, he'd really enjoy a mile. And on this big track at Newcastle, genuine tempo, it gives him his chance. I remember a day... Brad, when he won at Tamworth on a good track earlier this year, his turn of foot from back in the field was outstanding. And given clean galloping room from the top of the straight, watch for the dramatist. He'll be charging home. To Jalmari, look, if you've been backing him this prep, you probably don't want to go on him again today. But the setup does suit him again. He just needs to get clear galloping room as well. He'll hit the line hard. $8, Hugh Bowman. He's attractive odds. Now, Sabi Park and Let Me Rain come out of the same race um, last start that Let Me Rain bolted in. That was at Dubbo, one by three and a half lengths. Was very impressive. Sabi Park endured a wide run that day. The barrier draw is the key today. Sabi Park's got the two gate, and as Brad indicated, we'll get a lovely run just behind that speed. Let Me Rain's going to have to do a lot of work from out wide, but she is a promising filly. That went at Dubbo. There was no fluke about it, but that genuine tempo that Brad indicated with, I think, will suit the dramatist. He's on top in race two, five, two, eleven, and nine. I've gone seven, five, ten, and six. Smooth Esprit on top. I think the key to his chances is the dry deck. Uh, that's absolutely paramount. So all three of his career wins have been on firmer decks. You go back two starts ago, where he was a highway winner at Rose Hill on a good surface there, beating King of Spades. So if you can find that form again, that puts him right in the mix. Be forgiving of what he did there last start. It was a soft track, eighteen hundred metres, and he just got a little bit keen in the middle stages when the speed. Slack and five. The dramatist, no doubt in the world, he's hard enough to beat. Not the most conventional setup, I guess you could say, 1200 straight to 1600 mm. metres, but maybe that's been the plan all along. And there was a lot to like about the way he found the line there a couple of weeks ago in a highway behind Poker Jack 10 Radiohead. If you like Smoother Spree, you have to make a little case for Radiohead here because there wasn't that much between them a couple of starts ago in that race that Smoother Spree did win. He was the one that was really trucking to the line. We've seen him since, uh, and he was very good there last start. That was at Goulburn, so I think that just tops him off perfectly for this. And the likely leader, six sussy choice, I think coming back to the 1,600 metres, uh, can bring the best out of this mare. So seven, five, ten, and 6. Looking at the numbers here for the highway, uh, for Darren Flindell this afternoon, you'll call all the action. Number five, the dramatist on top to beat seven, smooth spree, ten, radiohead, and two, Jalmari. Five, seven, ten, and two for Darren in race two. Race three this afternoon is the double tree by Hilton Caraca, Phillies and Mares, benchmark 78, 1,400 metres. To go with auction houses nowadays, attach a hotel to the complex mm. and you can make a bit of money that way. But uh, that double tree has just opened, I believe, and an amazing uh, hotel facility there at Caraca in New Zealand. And their sale is just around the corner. They're, they're ready to run sale comes up um, 
I think this weekend or next week anyway. Uh, the market muns, please. We digress for race three. Yeah, we start with French Bonnet here, who's a $5.50 chance. Short, shorts, $2.80 and favourite. Miss Madison at nine. Thalassophile at six. May Rose at 12. Zucchina is a $4.60 chance. Sabrenko's out no deduction. Ten Bells is at $16. And Chase My Crown, uh, Dylan Gibbons there, uh, only claims one. And it is a $34 chance. The best supported runner here is Zucchina. This is $26 to $4.60. Uh, scratch from Brisbane today to run here for Stephen Lee. Uh, easily the best supported runner here. Uh, Favourite short shorts uh, is 270 out to 280 this morning after it went up 290. And third pick would be probably back to the toppy French bonnet, although it's $4.80 out to 550 this morning. But gee, this has been a good go, Zakina. Short shorts out there again mm. doing their thing. Were you at Nobby's this morning in your short shorts? Not quite. Not quite. <laughs> not quite, no. All right, there's still time. Not quite in your short shorts and not quite at <laughs> all. Not quite in short shorts. Uh, short shorts leads here. Uh, that's what we saw from her just seven days ago. Catch me if you can. And they couldn't. They didn't get near her. So I can't imagine too much changes here with Tom Sherry sticking. French Bonnet won't be far away. We know her general pattern. I think she gets a drag from short shorts. Ten bells has got enough gate speed to use that low draw. And thereafter, I think they're just allowed to find their feet. Yeah, I agree, Brad. I think French Bonnet will just tag short shorts here. And I thought she was terrific first up. Uh, Kim Wars Mayor running third in a really strong form race behind Cotillion Democracy Manifest. Um, with Tyler Schiller's claim, she's not all that badly weighed with 59.5 back to Phillies and Mayor's grade and just gets the right run. Look, I know her best form probably, Brad, with a touch of given the track, but mm. she has got good track form. And that first up run at Rose Hill wasn't a firm deck, so she's come back in great order. Uh, the three Miss Madison doesn't know how to run a bad race this man. She comes out of a really strong form race as well, running fourth to Waterford and Global Osbridge. Who's only beaten two and a half lengths that day. Had one of two previous starts back to Phillies and Mares here. Nine dollars is attractive. No knock on two short shorts. She led and dominated at Rose Hill, running fast time, went a tick over one twenty two for the fourteen hundred and won by a margin. So if she gets any sort of control, she'll be hard to beat. And fourth, the Lassafile does sprint well fresh, but she's meeting some in-form race-fit mares here. One, three, two, and four, French Bonnet on top, Brad. Two, one, three, and four for me. I think if Short Shorts repeats what she did seven days ago, I think she'll win this just as comfortably. That was an absolutely outstanding performance mm. from this mare. She's always promised really good ability. And last time, I think it all finally clicked into gear. So coming off a career peak there, uh, the only difference here is that she carries the extra four and a half kilos. So she comes back to Phillies and Mare's company, looks to get control on the map, and we know that the good track holds no fears. French Bonnet is a compelling case you can make. She's won three from three second up. She was great there first up behind Coda Healy, albeit sitting outside of the lead uh, in a race where they crawled in front. She's won twice at the track already, and she's four from six over 1,400 metres. So she has to be in the mix. Three, Miss Madison did beat Short Shorts fair and square. Three starts ago and I thought she loomed to win the race there behind mm. Waterford last start. Little query with her whether she's just a touch more effective with this thing out of the ground and the same could probably be said for the, for the Lassophile. We'll get that one out. It's hard uh, to say. That's right. Yeah. After spending a couple yeah. of days with Munns it's hard to get it. has been practising all morning <laughs> and I've stuffed it up. I'll, I'll give you a tip. I'm not a lover of water. Mm. Yeah. Tab, tab number four. Tab four. Tab four. Yeah, but right. she is a, a lover of water. The Lassophile. Maybe I'm being a little bit harsh there because she does have some reasonable form on top of the ground. First up, maybe the market will be our best guide there but short shorts for me. Numbers for Darren Flindell in race number three here at Newcastle today. Two short shorts to beat one French bonnet. Five motor rows, three Miss Madison. Two, one, 
five and three. It's going to race number four, and this is our good staying contest of the day here. Mm. the NZB Insurance, the Beaufort. These horses race for three hundred thousand dollars over the two thousand three hundred metres, and all eight say, "Yep, we will be here." Yeah, we've got uh, Cucaracha here is a five dollar chance. Fun fact at fourteen, Chalkstream, new rider Brenton Avdala, and it's an eight dollar chance. Sound of Cannons at fifteen. Our candidate. Dylan Gibbons, no claim there. 53 kilos, $7.50. Gin Martini at 7. Outlandos at 11. And King Frankel. Uh, Tyler Schiller only claims a half a kilo there. It is the $2.70 favourite. Uh, well, it went up $8. King Frankel wasn't there for a great deal of time, but it still went up that price. Uh, it is the best supported runner here. Uh, over. Uh, Gin Martini was second pick. Uh, with about uh, nearly one-third of what's on King Frankel. And third pick is our candidate. And back to the first, that is now $3.30 cylinder. So it today is $4.20 to $3.30, and that is off Mm. genuine money. Big game. We heard from Tyler just half an hour ago about King Frankel and what he would like to see happen here. As not far as, uh, yeah. as far as not lead. Yeah. yeah. But how, how are you seeing? I think he tags Fun Fact. Yeah. It looks a pretty straightforward map uh, to my eye. Fun Fact, the grey, he likes to get into his rhythm, doesn't he? King Frankel probably sits on his shoulder. Thereafter, you do find that once June Martini gets out to these kind of distances, she can race handy. And even Chalkstream has got some speed on his day as well. So I don't think he's too, too far away here in the small field. Yeah, I find this an intriguing race to both. But I'm with King Frankel. I think. Uh, Brad, the 270 short enough now, but I agree, just tucks in behind Fun Fact with run of the race stuff. He sort of led by default at Warwick Farm the other day, and when um, the grey mare Barcio Del Miss made a run, he had to he sort of changed gears and, and found more. So I think when he's got something to chase and a cover, um, he'll be more effective. But he's certainly a promising horse. Three starts in Australia, two wins in a third. He's going places, King Frankel. This is his big test, but with Tyler's um, taking a half kill off, only has 51 and a half run of the race stuff. I think 2300's ideal. Five-hour candidate. The fact that Chris Lees has decided to back up with him is good enough for me. Uh, he's racing very consistently and he was good last week in the Pale King race at Rose Hill. Back on his home track here, he'll be competitive. Four sound of cannons. Um, doesn't win often, but his last two runs have been excellent. He's not far off a win. At $14, he might be the, the knockout chance. And one Kukaracha, a, a Queensland Derby winner. Now he's back on top of the ground. There was good signs last start, Brad, in the Rose Hill Cup. He needs dry decks. He might be on the improve. 8-5-4 and 1 are with King Frankel, but he's short enough at the 270, Brad. Yeah, I'm, I'm with him. 8-5-4 and 1. The biggest thing in his corner here, Ray, is the fact that he's got upside, doesn't he? Yeah. We haven't seen the best of him yet. He's hit the ground running in Australia. As you touched on, he's won two of his three starts since being transferred to Mark Newnham. I don't think the good track holds any fears. Obviously, has to transfer that uh, soft and heavy track form out over a little bit further. But you go back to his maiden win. Uh, I know it was only a small field, but he did win it by 32 lengths <laughs> on a good track. Yeah, so it, yeah. I think that's a fair enough reference. <laughs> Three, Chalkstream, not compared to, to sack him just yet. He has been a little bit frustrating this time back. I don't think he's had a, a perfect campaign in that's been a little bit stop-start. Stop mm. He was six weeks between runs prior to the St. Ledger last start. Maybe that just told at the finish. And he too might be an improver on top of the ground here. Going back to the last time, he raced on a good surface. He did win at Ascot by five and a half lengths. So if he can find that form again, he's right in the mix. Six Gin Martini had that hard luck story to tell from last start. That tops her off nicely, fourth up 2,300 metres. And our candidate, isn't he racing well? Mm. Uh, he's in a real purple patch of form. I know he's been around for a while now, but all he has to do is hold his form and he's probably the weight horse in the race. So eight, three, six and five. 
First prize, 170 grand for these uh, these kinds of horses. Great prize money in uh, in the Beaufort today. And Darren's with number six, Gin Martini. So am I, Darren, for what it's worth. Six Gin, gin Martini for the Tricolours crew to beat eight King Frankel, five-hour candidate, and three Chalk Streams. Six, eight, five, and three for Darren in race four. We go into race five on Hunter Day. And at 20 minutes to three, we'll have the gavelhouse.com uh, midway benchmark 72. And Munns, we are over the mile here for race five. Yeah, and we start with, uh, well, it's probably just apt that uh, number one in the midway is the queen of the midways in Christian Buchanan and her runner in Casino Mondial, who's a $31 chance. Uh, more Sundays is out, four cents a win and five cents a place. Sabrenko, $4.60 makes it favourite at that price. Uh, Annulus is at uh, uh, $5 or it could be a null us. We'll have to uh, ask Scotty Asprey today what the actual correct pronunciation is because it's it's out of a mare called Darcy's Law so it could be a null us. Um, but uh, we'll find out anyway. Uh, it's a five. Uh, I should have asked Scott yeah. earlier, but uh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, the keeper. Yeah, Ripped is at $14. Mediaro is at Six dollars. We've got Timfinist at nine dollars and fifty cents. Scorched Land for Crookie the Bookie. Uh, it's a twelve dollar chance. Trust the process is at ten dollars. Oakfield Storm at twenty three. Floating is an eight dollar fifty chance. Wrathful out ten cents a win at ten cents a place. Too good to be true. Outs running at Kembla two cents a win and one cent a place. Singapura at eighteen dollars and Remus is a twenty three dollar pop. Righto. Best supported runner here dollar wise is floating and this morning uh, $8.50 no change as much as 13 bet about it second pick is trust the process now here's another one this $41 it went up on Wednesday 34 on Thursday was into $19 yesterday uh, went up a $10 chance this morning with the scratchings and behind it the next pick would be very little between Sabrenko and Singapura down the bottom Bryce's team firing just that little bit at the moment. Well, nice winner the other day anyway. So. Yeah, well, you hope that a horse like Trust the Process could maybe take advantage of that low draw today and at least park up midfield because I don't think there's a lot of pressure in this race. So it could very well be decided by uh, run-of-the-race stuff here. Annulus goes forward. It looks to control. Uh, we saw him win from a similar position last. Uh, Casino Mondial is the interesting runner here. Maybe there is some more intent today. Uh, he is versatile enough maybe to take advantage of a lack of speed here. I know he's been ridden a little bit more conservatively uh, this time back, but now fourth up might be the time to push the button. Then you've got Sobranco, Oakfield, Storm getting lovely runs just in behind the speed. And even Timpanis could probably punch up and be a touch closer than we've seen in the past two, Ray. Yeah, I think run of the race stuff goes with Sobranco, uh, Brad, as you indicated, and she's a mare who, who comes to Newcastle in terrific form. She won on a heavy track at Campbell, and then in the four pillars, she loomed to win, didn't she, at the top of the straight, and really game running fourth to Oakfield Arrow great form reference for this race, the barrier draw gives her every chance in the run to just tuck in behind the lead and I think she's the one to beat three, Sabrenko big watch though on seven, Timpanist I, I loved his comeback run there at Warwick Farm in the midweeks behind Zushak, only beaten about two lengths in a bunch finish and he came from Neil Ars on the turn, uh, he'll really enjoy the Newcastle 1600 uh, and, and David Payne's stable absolutely flying at the moment six, Mediaro was beaten by 
Annulus last start, but I think they're both definite chances here. Mediaro's lightly race showing promise, similar Annulus, and as you said, Brad, it might be able to get some sort of control in front. But I'm with three Sabrenko. I just think run of the race stuff goes her way in race five. Three, seven, six, and four. A bit of a head scratcher this race, mm. isn't it? I've gone a little bit wide here, just thinking maybe the market's half missed scorched land here at double figure odds. So eight, four, three, and 15. Do concede that would have liked to have seen a little bit more speed on paper for him and maybe the sting out of the ground. So a few little things against, but at the odds, I'm happy to, to play his way. He's a midway winner back in August. We know he's up to the task, and I'm hoping today he can just use that middle draw to be a touch closer than we've seen in the past. So I like that form through Ang Power at Newcastle a couple of starts ago. Then he was a complete forget there in the four pillars as an $18 chance. He got right back from the wide gate and just lost his momentum there mm. as he was making his run in the straight. So he was certainly beaten four and a half lengths. Different scenario for him to potentially bounce back in today. Four annulus just gets every Every possible chance here. Controls. Tim Clark in the saddle. There's a lot to like about the setup there. Three, Sabrenko. Absolutely no knock on her coming through that same uh, reference there. The four pillars and she maps to get the run of the race. And 15, Remus. I thought it was a rough you could throw into the mix if you're having a, a trifecta or a first four. Eight, four, three, and 15. Okay, numbers uh, here for Darren Flindell in race five out of Newcastle. And Darren is with number three, Sabrenko, to beat five ripped. Uh, four annulus and six mediaro three five four and six for darren in race number five on to race six we go to the alf nebo trans tasman trophy here at benchmark 88 getting up over the 1850 meters here months for race six rightio let's click on race six and tell you what's happening here okay we start with esty fenny who is a 19 dollar chance ye ye at 12 dollars we've got korea dearest is a 19 dollar chance bonnie ezra five dollars and 50 cents mirren is at 34 dollars couldn't refuse is a 15 dollar chance global osbred well at this stage here we one kilo over at 56 Nose roll goes on. It's the $2.70 favourite. Smirk is out. Five cents a win at six cents a place. Morris's me dad at $10. Rondino at nine. Ting Tong. Uh, uh, Darren will be disappointed that Ting Tong's not there because I just wanted Yee Yee and Ting Tong to go down the straight together. <laughs> uh, it's out. The deduction, four cents a win at five cents a place. And Pink Ivory with the blinkers on at $5.50. Best supported runner is Global Osbred. Even this morning is 390, a 320 into 290. And that's after the scratchings. Uh, now 270. Um, so you're looking at 290 there. Global Osbred is now 270, and that's just changed uh, as we speak. Uh, best supported runner, uh, Bonnie Ezra, the second pick and third pick, Pink Ivory. Before we go to the speed map, Ray had a couple of people on the text line who have, aren't following the rugby league mm. final score. Good guys won. <laughs> That's us, isn't it? That's, yeah. that's Australia. 16 14. 16 14. Australia. Yeah, no, but they Wins got win. It was always going to be the win. danger game, wasn't it? The Kiwis. Okay. So. Those who uh, have texted in 16 14, Australia beat the Kiwis and into the final. More importantly, maybe a speed bat for race six here, Brad, please. <laughs> yes, Global Osbred, all aboard the Global Osbred train. Well, he looks to get a degree of control, dare I suggest, mm. now uh, after the scratching of Ting Tong. And I imagine that's half the reason why he's been so popular this morning with a few punters out there recognising that. Maurice's me dad. I think there will be more intent today. It's just whether he can jump uh, because he's half missed the kick in his past couple. Esty Fanny won't be far away and Bonnie Ezra can probably use that good gate to just park him behind the speed here, right? Yeah, it's hard to go away from global widespread now, isn't it, Brad? As you mentioned, he's just going to get um, control up front. And third up, 1850 is one on this track in distance. His two runs back have been super. He was a very good fourth 
in the Silver Eagle, first up behind Valana. And then last, uh, took a really promising horse in Waterford to run him down. Just sets up perfectly here for him. I think he's better the day stuff. Um, 270, Brad, short enough, do you think? I think that's okay. Yeah. I honestly think that's okay. He gets a lot in his favour. Yeah, he does, and uh, I can't tip against him. Seven global, I'll spread on top. I thought, too, Yee Yee was a bit of value here because it was good signs last start that he might have turned the corner. He ran third in the Flonte handicap behind Diamond and hit the line nicely. Had a little break between runs, so there's an improvement there. 12 pink ivory. She's going great guns here. Blinkers back on. We heard from John Sargent. He's very happy with the mare and six couldn't refuse. One at odds here. Good miler has a good record and comes off some solid Queensland form. $15, he might add value to your multiples, but hard to tip against seven global Ausbred in race six, seven, two, 12, and six. Yep, today's the day we can cash in on global Ausbred. If you've been following him this campaign, when he steps into the yard, he's a magnificent looking horse, isn't he? Yeah. So I think he's just starting to put it all together now. He's fantastic there in the Silver Eagle, despite being sent around a $201 chance, if you don't mind. Then he backed that up with a really good second there behind Waterford. Waterford form is good form. Uh, the the thing that's been against him is just over those shorter trips, he doesn't accelerate. What he does is just got this Grind big extravagant away, yeah. stride, doesn't he? So mm. as he gets out in trip, he's only going to become more effective. And we saw that at the back end of last campaign. For Bonnie Ezra, I thought it was a really encouraging return from this horse there. First up, didn't get a lot of luck in the straight. Um, that was behind Diamil, first up over the mile. So I do like the fact that he's three weeks between runs. Finds James McDonald. That just gives him time to freshen up and maybe still have a bit of speed in his legs. Ten Rondino, well, if he picks up where he left off last campaign, mm. look out. Uh, he was really starting to come into his own. And 12 Pink Ivory has the map again. She's going to be giving them all a big head start, but she does have a big finish, and we know that she loves these firm decks, and she gets that today. 7, 4, 10, and 12. Okay, looking at the selections here for Darren Flindell in race 6 at Newcastle today, and he is with number 12 Pink Ivory, one of his better bets of the day. So, uh, uh, to beat number seven, Global Oz Bread, four, Bonnie Ezra, and one, Esty Fenny. Whenever you speak to Matt Smith, he tells you Esty Fenny is going well. Twelve, a special for Darren, to beat seven, four, and one in race number six. Let's get stuck into the features this afternoon. Race seven, 4 p.m., the New Zealand Bloodstock three-year-old NJC Spring Stakes. Nice group of three-year-olds here, Munns. Group three over the mile. And uh, Marilia, the only scratching, Tom Sherry is aboard number nine, So You Battle. Yeah, we start with Basquiat here. It's a $10 chance. Robusto at $5. Save a date for me. $2.90 and favourite. Uh, we've got Radina is a $5 chance. Token Capitalist is at $10. Kazalark at $6.50. Candos Cosmos at $71. Pierre Rosa at $26. So You Battle, Tommy Sherry, that rider there. And it is a $31 chance. Marilla is out. Two cents a win and nothing the place. Starliner at 61 Miss Fabergé at 61 And Talento with the blinkers on is a $151 chance. Uh, best supported runner here, the favourite. Save a date for me. 280 out to 290 It's been 290 since Thursday, basically. Uh, in and out from there, but back to the 290 It has more, just under double the investment on the second pick, which is Robusto. Third pick would be Token Capitalist and then P. Rosa. It's not too awkward for the favourite, is it, Brad? Or a little bit. Is it tricky? A little bit, because mm. when you look at the makeup of the race, there's not a lot of speed, at least on paper. So we're kind of awaiting maybe a change of tactic or two. Maybe yeah. these 
these horses drawn a little bit wide could could spear forward. Racing and sports suggesting Redina maybe is half positive, potentially so because outside of that you've got Token Capitalist who drives forward. Starliner I think by default finds itself outside of the lead. Then you're looking at the low draws. So Kazalark parks up close and. Pierossa as well. Mm. Could be sticky. A little bit sticky. Yeah, Tommy Berry has some decisions to make, but what he has got is a really promising cold in save a date for me. He won his maiden on a heavy track at Kembla, but then at Goulburn last start, Brad, on a firm deck, he showed he's not just a wet tracker because he was outstanding at Goulburn and the turn of footy show too and putting that field away so effortlessly. He's got gears, this horse, and I think he's had a lot of upside and uh, you know, a really good race with some promising three-year-olds. He's the one that stands out for me. Three, save a date for me on top. Rich, I know you're a fan of Kazalak. You saw him at Hawkesbury. He did the job really well that day, winning his maiden second start. Um, a lot of uh, promising horses here, and he's one of them. The two proven campaigners, Brad, so to speak, are two, Robusto and one, Basquiat. Robusto comes off that Randwick win when he attacked the line strongly. Good return to form by him, and Basquiat's been racing against all the good three-year-olds, Golden Mile, Jack and O, etc., right through the spring caboo at the start of the campaign. So he's got the best form lines, um, and he has to be respected for that reason alone. Three, save a date for me, a promising horse, uh, I think you can get the job done in the spring stakes. Three, six, two, and one. I did hear Chris Waller say throughout the week in his social media uh, video that Kazalark could be a Queensland Derby type of horse. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, then yeah, maybe he can continue his way through the grades. I'm leaning heavily on getting the map right here, so I'm happy to have something each way on token capitalist. Five, three, two, and one. So he's still in his first campaign. His only failure to date was when he lost the rider, so you can be a little bit forgiving of that. Now, if he throws to Dad... He should love getting onto a firm track for the first time, shouldn't he, uh, being a, a capitalist. So gets control, comes out of a deep race there uh, in, in the calendar presnell. I know he was beaten six and a half lengths, but beaten six and a half lengths by the Caulfield Guineas winner, you'd think uh, reads pretty well for this. Three, save a date for me. Tricky gate to overcome, but seeing is believing, and he was impressive not only uh, to the eye there last start, but also on the clock showing a dazzling turn of foot. So I do concede that he's got a ceiling higher than most here. That said, uh, the market has cottoned on to that fact. Two, Robusto comes off a strong win there. Last start, finds James McDonald here, which might be key given that Chris Waller is represented uh, by four runners. So he's got to stretch out to the mile, uh, but the way he hit the line there at Randwick last start suggests that he'll eat it up and one Basquiat. He's still in the numbers, albeit he's been a touch disappointing at his past couple. Five, three, two and one. The other runner at big odds here that half interests me is So You Battle. Uh, for Nathan Doyle. So, uh, we, fil- saw, we saw her that day, didn't we? It's, so, uh, yeah, a filly that's only had two starts. She won really well on debut and then uh, had no luck whatsoever yeah, at its second right. start. So she's got some upside as well. And at big odds, uh, yeah, she might be worth a second look. Numbers for Darren Flindell in the spring stakes for the three-year-olds. And Darren has gone the way of two Robusto to beat three save a date for me, six Kazalak and one Basquiat, two, three, six and one. Paves the way for race eight at Newcastle this afternoon. A million dollars up for grabs for the Hunter. We go over 1,300 metres. Quality Field gets together again this year, Muns, for our feature. Yeah, starting with Apache Chase now, Desley has put the barrier blanket on him and the earmuffs pre-race, and uh, she is expecting him to begin a whole lot better today and be there outside, or if not leading, at $7.50. Overpass with a tongue tie on at $17. 11.11 is at $9.50. Gem Song at 17 In the Congo, our favourite, at $4.40. 
Sports. Valana is a $5 chance, ingratiating at 21. Bandersnatch, Kobe Jennings a half over at this stage, is a $14 chance. Lions Roar at 81. Skylab at 34. Skyman at $13. We've got Expat out, no deduction. Swats that, 23. Tycoonist, 18. Arameo with the blinkers on at 61. Gravina, Tyler Schilly, a rider there at 16. And Brutality was 19, then got to 21 and is still $21. I did see a bet already this morning of 2000 on it at $21. It stays there and scratch the remaining runners. No deduction taken for them. Uh, most popular runner here is Valana, ahead of In the Congo, Gem Song, 11-11. All of those horses together, uh, they're the most popular runners in the race. This should be on from the outset. What's Overpass going to do? Yeah, that's the big question, isn't it? It's the one that I've got a big circle and a question mark over his head because I think he's versatile enough to go forward or go back. So I Very guess fit now. He is, and I guess they've got the benefit of seven races to see how this track is playing, uh, whether they want to push the button or you can win from back and maybe they ride a touch conservatively. But I think Expat... I know she was long odds, but she is a significant scratching in that yep. she just takes out that extra layer of speed carving across from the wide gate. So in the Congo finds the front Apache Chase, assuming he jumps on terms, as Munns referenced. He's not far away, uh, so they're the two that will pair off here. You've got Valana is significantly closer than what we saw last start in the Golden Eagle where he drew the car park. Gravina, the stalemate, isn't far away, and then you're looking at maybe the likes of Bandersnatch and Gemsong in that third running line. Yeah, what a race this is. Brad, I'm within the Congo. He, I thought his effort in the Golden Eagle was terrific when he led for a long way over the 1500. Just faded late. He ran seventh beaten four lengths behind I Wish I Win, but at his previous start, he, he was... Uh, in the in the fight all the way in the Sydney Stakes and was just edged out by rocketing by his rock hard fit now I don't mind that setup coming back from the 1500 yep. back to 13 particularly when he's got such good tactical speed the soft gate he'll just find the fence he'll lead he's the one they've got to run down and saying that six Valana was just he monstered his rivals first up in the Silver Eagle then drew the car park in the Golden Eagle really had zero luck but that first up win in the Silver Eagle was outstanding and he, he's the horse who's going to be finishing very strongly late I think eight Bandersnatch is over the odds he won a Tamworth Cup Brad and went 120 flat winning the Tamworth Cup earlier this year to qualify for the big dance in the big dance so he drew barrier 18 and never on the track um, he's coming back from 1600 back to a more suitable trip significantly he's got that soft gate. One Apache Chase, he's the class horse, a Group 1 winner. He'll settle just off the speed, Brad, and uh, he's going to be right in the finish. This is some race the Hunter. I've got five in the Congo on top. Five, six, eight and one. Yeah, I've gone with the Golden Eagle form as well here. It's stood up every year to date, hasn't mm. it, Ray? So I don't see why this year will be any different. I've got in the Congo on top. He does get a lovely setup, doesn't he? He's going to find the front. He makes his own luck. He gets to use that natural speed, that natural brilliance uh, that he's got back to 1,300 metres. And as long as he gets a breather at any point here, I think he's going to be very hard to run down and justify the fact that he is favourite. Six Valana, he's the obvious second pick here, or forgivable effort there in the Golden Eagle. That said, I thought he still chased really well, given it was pretty much mission impossible from the wide draw. He just couldn't win uh, from that far back in the field against that class of animal. So if he bounces back to his first up form, as Ray said, uh, yeah, he's right in the mix, as the market does suggest as well. One Apache chase has got a bit of weight here. Uh, We saw Lost and Running prove that 
no obstacle 12 months ago if you're the best horse in the race class. and class mm. takes you a fair way doesn't it mm. so his race will probably won or lost in the first couple of hundred meters if he can get outside the lead and get that little breather there along within the congo he's going to be in the finish himself and 3 11 11 comes out of the manicado who need to improve off that uh, but he always does second up doesn't yep. he he's got that history of, of of jumping out of the ground there after he's had a run under his belt and i don't want to be too dismissive of his chances so five six one and three and there are probably four or five others that at, you at least make yeah. a sneaky at least, yeah. little case for if we had the time sun race uh, is the hunter darren's with number one apache chase to take out the feature to beat six volana five in the congo and four gem song one six five and four for darren in race eight race nine is the caraca 2023 benchmark 88 and we're going over the 1300 meters here months for race nine you're starting with why ha ha falls here who's your favorite at two dollars and eighty cents superior with the winkers on at 34 never talk at 21 acquitted with the blinkers off at 31 cold crusher 23 super strike at 34 titanium power at 12 jojo was a man is a ten dollar chance never know more at 61 dollars shakiro is out no deduction katili at four dollars and eighty cents lock eagle at sixteen dollars on the lead scratched uh, no deduction classy jb scratch four cents a win and five cents a place mar and pass scratch run second in this race last year to Wetor. three cents a win and three cents a place royal zell at $251. And then we've got Festival Dancer. Come on. Festival Dancer with the earmuffs pre-race at $41. And Democracy Manifest into the race now is a $5 chance. Righto. Most popular runner in this event. It'll be the top or bottom. And it is top. It is, in fact, four times as popular as any other runner. Waihaha Falls. Second pick, Titanium Power. Third pick, is Katili and fourth pick is Democracy Manifest. Larry working overtime. There's a text for Larry at the end of the show. How's really? your speed? There is. He, he, was getting, he was getting some gentle encouragement and he did respond. <laughs> yeah. right. All credit to Larry. He has a text I'll read out in a second. Uh, speed here, Brad, race night. Uh, you've got Joe Pride's pair. They like mm. to get out in front, don't they, in control. So Cole Crusher drawn the inside of Titanium Power probably means he finds the front. And as we saw a couple of weeks ago, Titanium Power just sits outside. A couple of key scratchings here, though. Originally you thought the speed would be really hot with the likes of Classy J. JB and Mar and Par there. They've come out, so those these on-speeders probably get more of a chance. Now, Coda Hill, I know he led last start, but I think today he just takes a trail in behind the speed. And if you're looking for Wahaha Falls, I don't think you have to look too far back. He just posies up really nicely in behind the speed himself. Yeah, I just think he needs some a bit of luck from the turn, and we know he's a, a classy horse. He was challenging for favouritism in the Hunter, but missed a start. Has to carry 61.5 after Reese Jones' claim, but we keep referring to class and potential. This horse has got both. Um, highly promising sprinter and even with that big weight just as he gets a touch of luck from the turn we know he's got the ability to unleash some terrific closing sectionals one way ha ha falls on top 11 Katili was very good at Rose who led controlled far too good now he's had that that kill so to speak Brad he might go right on with it five Cole Crusher I thought there was a better run last start at Goulburn there he's on the improve and eight Jojo was a man uh, can sprint well fresh. One eleven five and eight. Way ha ha falls on top. Yeah, I've got him on top as well here. It doesn't take too much imagination to conclude that he should have won last start. Mm. The Sydney Stakes. He's very much a sprinter on the rise. He's been whacked. Uh, by the handicappers there as far as what he cut, he lumps here. And maybe we get a better price than $2.80. There is a, a sentiment around that we might. So if you do like him, it might be worth just sitting on your hands because we very well could get $3 closer to jump. 8, 
team democracy manifest. He wasn't suited there last start uh, behind Cota Hill. So I do think uh, that there was so much merit to that to that effort. So he gets more speed here. He'll be charging late uh, and it'll be hard enough to beat. Now, the numbers there have Cole Crusher on um, Thoroughbred Central. I've actually gone Cota Hill as my third pick. So... Yeah, he was flattered there last start, but he's come back really well, this mm. horse. So he's good first up, bounced off that to win impressively second up, uh, just camps in behind the speed. We've seen him win from a, a similar position to that in the past. And eight, Jojo was a man. I know that the Ingham is the main goal for him, uh, and John Thompson's horse has generally improved with the run, but he was such an impressive winner first up last prep, Correct. and he really went on with the job, didn't he? So nice and fresh, Nash, camps midfield. Uh, yeah, he'll have something to say in the finish, 118, 11 and 8. I have something on Cole Crusher, just in case, mm. which way. It's good yeah, at better now. The other day. Yeah, that's right. Just in case. That's right. I think we'll throw Darren Flindell's numbers up for uh, for race number nine if we can. One Waihaha Falls to beat 18 Democracy Manifest, 11 Coat Hill, and 8 Jojo as a man. 1, 18, 11, and 8 for Darren in race nine. Race 10 last of the day here at Newcastle will be the NZB Jack Newton at Legend Mile, benchmark 78. Over the, over the mile, of course, Munns to finish off Hunter Day. Yeah, top two of scratch. They're both running different races earlier. So we start with Mars a bit here, who's a $151 chance. My deal, Regan Bayless, your rider there, and it is at $41. Kedar is a $10 chance, 1A at $13. Tony B is out, six cents a win and six cents a place. Notions to be ridden with cover. Brad nearly fell off the chair when he read that earlier this morning. Uh, <laughs> it, is, <laughs> it is a $6 chance. Syndicato at $10. Basquiat is out, runs earlier, four cents a win and five cents a place. Adjourn. At this stage, James McDonald a half over and Winkers on. It is a $4.40 chance. Commanding is our favourite now, awaiting a rider and it is a $4 chance. Redwood Shadow at six. Vukatic at $14. Trust the process out, runs earlier, one set the winner, nothing the place. And Bahumat, hopefully it gets a run today. Uh, synthetic hoof filler goes on and it is a $34 chance. Well, Commanding went up $17 in this race on Wednesday. Thursday, it was a $10 chance. Friday, it was a $5 a $5 chance. Earlier this morning, after scratchings, was $4.80 and is now $4. Uh, commanding has uh, just under double the investment on the second pick. Uh, in fact, more than double the second pick now because the second pick becomes Kedar with the scratching of Tony B. Who do you want to ride in, Brad? Oh. Commanding, that is. <laughs> I don't know you, Hainsey. Someone to get him home? <laughs> hey, Hopefully you don't want me. Hopefully it doesn't matter. <laughs> Hopefully it doesn't matter. Yeah, he's been well supported, hasn't he? So what do we do with this speed map now? So a change of tactics, notions to be ridden with cover. She looked the only leader in the race. So who does she get cover behind? Mm. I don't know. I'm left scratching my head. Does Cardo come across? I don't think he's a leader. But he has shown in the past that he can race handy, but he can fire up, can't he, yeah. race? So yeah. just Kedar default lead here from mm. Barrier 1. I don't know. Notions might end up leading anyway by default Maybe. because there isn't that much tempo. Maybe. Look, I'm with Syndicato, Brad, because I thought he showed last start at Warwick Farm that he's ready to win. $10 is a gr- it's great value here. He just got out sprinted under 59 by Redwood Shadow, the top of the straight at Warwick Farm. He got going late, ran that horse to a, um, three quarters of a length. Fourth up here, each way odds. I don't mind him in the last nine, Syndicato. Eight Notions does look very hard to beat off that Waterford form. 11, Adjourn. Big market watch on Adjourn, making his Australian debut. And 12, Commanding, as Glenn said, has been smashed in betting. 9, 8, 11 and 12 in the last. Yeah, and with Commanding here, uh, I was going to say there's enough in the price to be forgiving of last start, but that's long gone now, mm. isn't it? That market has corrected big time uh, since a couple of days ago. So he's hard to beat here, Commanding. If he bounces back to his best form, uh, I think he'll take care of these. 
A61A coming through the big dance. Ran a terrific race there. Uh, she continues to just fly under the radar. 11, adjourn. Don't know what to make of him. And listening to Chris Lees this morning, he was a, mm. a bit the same, wasn't he? Mm. So, yeah, we might be pleasantly surprised or he might need a, a preparation to acclimatise. But that market is important, as, as Ray touched on. And eight notions. Um, I thought she was a default leader. Maybe not, but she's not going to be far away regardless. 12, 6, 11 and 8. Numbers for Darren in the 10th and last on the day. And Darren Flindell goes with 14, Vucetic, uh, to beat 9, Syndicato, 11, Adjourn, and 12, Commanding. 14 at good odds to beat 9, 11, and 12. Ray Thomas, your best for Hunter Day, please. Ray 6, number 7, Global, Ausbred, just leads, dominates, and hopefully gets the cash. I like the sound of that. <laughs> I do like the sound Same of that. Same page. That makes two of us. Okay. Ray 6, number 7, so Global, Ausbred. Lucky's a big, strong lump, and he can hopefully <laughs> carry, carry both, both of us. Yeah. Best value for me, race 7, number 5, Token Capitalist, just okay. given the setup today. Okay, very good. And uh, Munns, the, the text here, Larry at the laptop has had a longer racing career than Mustard and Bomber Bill. <laughs> Surely time to send him to Living Legends and pick up a well-bred young laptop at Harvey Norman. Mitch well, from Tamworth. Good on you, Mitch. Well, Mitch, um, I did we actually... Have, we have 30 seconds, Glenn. I was actually we given a new seconds. laptop by the organisation and after numerous attempts to try and get it going with the standard that I required, it is back in the box it was delivered in. It doesn't like, <laughs> cha- doesn't like change. Yeah. Right. doesn't like change. Thank you, guys. Enjoy the day. Thanks, Rich. We'll, uh, we'll do it again next weekend from Wollongong, uh, the Form Talk for Gong Day.